Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Hello. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Nation Radio. Second segment of today's show, which is in podcast format like all of our shows are. So wherever you get your podcast at, man, make sure you cut ours. Get ours. Yeah. Steelers Blitz. It's that simple, baby. Blitz with a Z. The only way I spell it, I don't know about how Wes spells it, but that's how I spell it. All right. So you definitely want to tap in to that <laughs> and subscribe while you are at it. Uh, I, I don't well. know. I, I think I've said this before, but I don't know how that ever became. I mean, this is a, this is a long this is dating. Yeah. It's a long dating bit here on the show. One of our very first. And like, who spells Blitz without a Z? I don't know. But apparently, whenever we started doing this thing, we, we thought that there was. I don't, I don't know. I ain't never seen Blitz spelled with an S in my life. All I'm going to say is you initiated the I conversation. Did. I did. That's it. You can put, it, you can put the <laughs> blame on me. I you can put you the blame on me. I'm a victim because I went down there with you. And I've been in that rabbit hole with you. That's just part of my, that's part of me. I'm going to ride with you. You're right in the trenches. Wrong. I'm going to ride with you're you. You're in the trenches. You know what I, mean? so I appreciate it. I've been there it. with you, but I appreciate just it. so the record can reflect it, you did initiate that. All right. That's so, fine. Yes, I'll wear yes. it. I'll wear yep. it. But that is those blitz with a Z. The only way that a lot of us know how to spell it, okay? So, yeah, there you have it. But as we uh, transition, man, we do have a nice opportunity this weekend. What opportunity? The Baltimore Ravens coming to town. Eight oh, and four. Oh, daddy, yo, you that's better. That's that team I don't oh, like. Oh, say it again. Bang, bang. bang. What's that's up? That's that team I don't like. Mm-mm. Rat Come on, bird, man. that's that team I don't like. Bang, bang. M&T Bank Stadium, even though it's at Acre Shirts this weekend, that's what I don't like. Bang, bang. That black and purple, even though, Jim, you wear it, I don't like. Uh. <laughs> crab cakes, even though they're delicious on Sunday, I don't like. <laughs> A lot of crab cakes, just not on this Sunday, all right? No crab cakes this Sunday. <sighs> but yeah, man. The old bay, I don't like. 
Just on this just, Sunday. Just on this Sunday. Dang, I like to obey till you right. Man, I think we just wrote some bars for the Here We Go song. Low key. Check back later. Low key. You heard it, right? <laughs> man, <laughs> you have <laughs> me going right there. But this is a cool opportunity for us, man, because obviously we know who the Baltimore Ravens are. We know where they currently sit uh, at the top of the division as well, man. Um, This is a team that is really good, really complete, but they have a major issue this week. And that is that a lot of the reports are looking like they will not have Lamar Jackson, the former MVP, all-world quarterback that they've um, been led by. Mm -hmm. Now, John Harbaugh said that it's considered week to week, but it is really unlikely that he's going to be out there this week. I think they classified it as a sprain of the knee. Okay. Yeah, PCL? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Interior part. Mm, I had that. Did you have that? Yeah, I've had them all. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you that's that, That's that you don't like. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It get a little janky. It get a little janky <laughs> at times. <laughs> Especially if you're an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete, yeah, athlete. He's an athlete. I'm like, ah, it gets a little janky. Definitely does that, man. But um, obviously, we know from, for them, the transition, um, they still stay similar. Granted, the talent drop-off is definitely there. Yeah. Um, we talk about going from a Lamar Jackson to a Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley, good player, without a doubt. But nowhere close to a Lamar Jackson. And it reflects that, man. When you watch this offense um, finishing the game last week against the Denver Broncos, they found a way to win. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. They did. But if it's his own, they yeah, found a way to win. That's, that's the best thing you can say. That's the, the best thing you can yes. say about it is that they yeah. found a way to win. Because for them offensively, uh, without Lamar, they've really become limited passing the ball. Uh Mark Andrews, who we obviously know is, you know, a center point for their offense, he becomes even more the focal point when it's Tyler Huntley. And it's just a unique opportunity for us because defensively, we should have some good scenarios here, man. But um, let's start the thing off like how we typically do on a Wednesday, man. Okay. Talk about a couple of things that we like about this Ravens team and okay. a couple of things that we don't like, all right? Okay. So I'll let you roll out first, man. If you have something off the top of your head that you that You, you want to go positive? You want to go like? Yeah, or, 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 I'm, a pos- I'm a positive guy, so let's, let's go likes first. You funny. I like to be positive, man. I like you. I like you. Yeah, you funny. Yeah. You funny. What, what you funny. mean, I'm funny? Funny how? Like mm-hmm. I amuse you? Huh? Like I'm a clown? What you mean? It's just funny the way you say it. What do you mean, Henry? <laughs> um, first thing that I like about the Baltimore Ravens, and this is obviously from a football analysis standpoint. Because I was say, if you like in Baltimore, I'm going to tell everybody. There's nothing I like about I'm the Baltimore snitching. Ravens, except for whenever they lose in Pittsburgh, and then they got to fly home to their less superior city. With Even le- better when it's with, on holidays. With less delicious food, particularly when it's an extension on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. This one, some know, might call it immaculate. Around the holiday season, not quite the holiday season, but hopefully enough PTSD still applies there Ooh, for for them rat birds there. as well too. Uh, Motsi, the the one thing that I have always respected about the Baltimore Ravens is they are the, you never have to question on offense or defense what their identity is. Ain't that the truth? At least in, in my truth. lifetime, I'm going to be 32 here in, in a couple months. Ain't that At the least truth. in my lifetime of being cognizant enough to pay attention to football and really what's going on. On offense, they've always been the same. The faces change, but the identity is the same. On defense, hey. 
There are a lot of things. The faces change, but the identity is the same. Consistency is definitely their their key, man. That is who they are, through uh, and through. From through and this and is you know this is something that that Mike Tomlin talked about yesterday in his press conference. He was talking about the Ravens' defense, and he said. You know, from Rex Ryan to Wink to, to like, it's like, all the same. It's 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 been the same. The yeah. faces change, but the philosophy is the same. And that's one thing that that I respect about the Ravens on offense, on defense. It's it's there's you never have to question what the identity is on offense. They're always going to want to be a nasty team that can run the football and hit the big plays off of that. On defense, they're always going to be a nasty team who's good in the trenches, who can get after the quarterback, who has playmakers on the back end, and they're going to fly around and try and make things chaotic for you. Uh, I, I I respect that a lot about their organization. I do, and I think you know, in large part, for the most part, you can say that same thing about the Steelers. I think yeah. that's why there's that respect and that rivalry, and why they've played so many important games over the years. Uh, that would be number one for me. Yeah, and um, just to piggyback on that too, even though this offense is different in the sense of how Lamar runs it, the philosophy is still the exact same in right. terms of them right. being a run first physical unit. Where there's Ray Rice where there was Jamal Lewis, any of the other guys we want to go back in the history of. Shoot, True. Bernard Pierce, <laughs> when it was him. When it was uh, Alex Collins. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. When it was Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards, any the Gus Any of those bus. dudes, man, they are trying to be physical and run the ball. And that is definitely reflected in um, That's actually the first thing that I do like about them, uh, their rush attack, because – Regardless of who's at quarterback, Tyler Huntley or Lamar Jackson, it is still a handful to deal with because, like we talked about last week, the scheme of it in its own regard allows it to be tricky. But you have a group in Baltimore that runs it at a very, very high level. Now, Tyler Huntley running it, it does take a step down. It is not the same as Lamar. This is going to be more like what we just faced in Atlanta. Really good opportunities. Quarterback inaccuracies kind of limits it. But their rushing attack is good, and if they commit to it, it could definitely present some challenges to us. So that would be the first thing that I would say I like about this Ratbirds team. Ratbirds team. Ratbirds today. Yeah, just the team. No, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And make sure y'all dropping some of the things y'all like and yeah, don't like as well in the, in the, in the, on the dot-coms. Okay? On the dot-coms. Um, number two, Motsi. <laughs> Patrick Queen. I just... When you play defense like they do, which again, kind of you know, similar similar to the Steelers in a lot of ways, that's the kind of guy you want in the middle of the field. Um, there's not, I, I don't think, a glaring weakness to his game. He's, I mean, he's still relatively young, right? Too third year guy. Yeah. Um, it's it's fair to say he's still not quite a finished product yet, but he's got the speed to run sideline to sideline. He's got the physicality to to thump in the trenches, right, and to and to play downhill when they need him to. He's the type of guy that I would really like to have running in the middle of the Steelers defense. All right, Ooh, don't you uh, say that? not no, no disrespect to Miles Jack and Devin Bush who are having good years. Um, he said all the disrespect actually. I did not let the let the record show. I just really like Patrick Queen. Uh, and what he, again, the skill set that he has in the middle of that defense with the playmakers they have on the back end, with the talent that they have in the trenches and on the edges there, um, he's got that nice compliment of he can run sideline to sideline, but he can play physical in the box when you need him to. A well-versed guy who, um, like I said, to me is kind of the ideal prototype um, when you're going to play defense this way of, of what you want there in the in the middle of the park. So that's number two for me. 
Queen. Can I like anybody it. Nope, nope. I'm not singing with you. Me. Nope. I'm upset with you. Somebody <clears throat> to love. Queen. I'm, I'm upset with you. Nope. Another one bites the dust. Nope. I'm upset with you, bro. So you talk about Patrick Queen. You go on this long little soliloquy, highlighting him, sideline to side, and all this other stuff, youth. And you're not going to talk about Roquan Smith? Are you serious? Well, now, no, up. zip it. My turn. Roquan and Patrick Queen, Ooh. they go hand in hand. This is no different than Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Mm. Okay? When you watch mm-hmm. those two dudes on tape, Ooh. they are on a string together. Yeah. They are my new favorite linebacking tandem. I love Edmonds and Milano up in Buffalo. But they ain't doing it like Smith and, no. and Queen, man. No. Them dudes, those, those, that's like watching Devin White out there with another young stud linebacker. The way they can fly around, the physicality, the smarts. Man, you watch them two dudes. It is difficult to run the ball on them. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's difficult to throw that ball to the flat on them. They are as good as advertised. So that's why I'm really upset with you for leaving out the other guy. They go hand in hand. They both dominate on the inside of this thing, man. They make that defense a lot more difficult to handle because of their ability to just make things right and all of those things. In fact, they are on my list. I just put physical on defense, but it was because of them two dudes in particular. So the Ooh. fact that you're just going to bring up one and not the other, that, that'd be like you talking well, about. Now, hold on. Hey, man, no, 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 don't you hold on me. What you, if I you, thought you, they no, each uh, deserved uh, their own on. bullet well, point Well, here. you should have spoke up on it when you had the opportunity. You chose not to. So, you know, you're going to lump so, Kobe and Shaq in together? Yeah. And you not said, talk you, about no, them individually? You, you, said, you just said it right. You said, you just said Kobe and Shaq, right? You ain't just say, oh, you know, Kobe? When you talk about the Lakers, you don't just say, hey, man, them Lakers were dominant, man. You see what Shaq did in them finals? No, you see, you see what Kobe and Shaq did in them finals? Okay. You funny. You see what I'm saying? You right, though. Yeah. We, we, we don't say, man. Hey, bro. When 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 Katie was one of them championships in Golden State, it was just somebody play, yo. It was Katie and stuff. They was cooking. Oh, don't forget about Kyrie now. Well, no. When or Kyrie, Kyrie Clay. Say, sorry, minute, Clay. Right? Not Kyrie. Say, sorry, Clay. Hold, hold on now. Different, hold different K on name. Now. Different K you know name. Sorry. But you catch my drift, big, big difference between those two. But you, but you catch my drift, though. I catch you, drift. It's like you can't just mention one, talk all about that one, and not say anything about the other one, man. It's you like can't peanut butter that, and jelly. Exactly. Man, I'll tell you what, the best sandwich, whoo, man, you put that peanut butter on that bread, man, it's elite. Man, that makes the best sandwich ever, just the peanut butter on that bread. Whoo, cha. Like, bro, you ain't going to buy that jelly now? <laughs> peanut butter jelly? is pretty good on its own, though. But, 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 like, Patrick Quinn's pretty good on his own, right? Yeah. But what that jelly do? Whew. What does the jelly do to that peanut butter? Takes it to the top. And what does the peanut butter do to it's that jelly? It's never going to stop. What does the peanut butter do to the jelly? What does the jelly do to the peanut butter? Okay. Copacetic, right. as Craig Wolfley would okay. say. Okay. So Patrick Queen is the peanut butter to Roquan Smith's jelly. Roquan Smith's jelly is the jelly to Patrick Queen's peanut butter. They go hand in hand, baby. So you got to talk about them both, man. So that is why I'm upset with you. But now we can move past that because I don't like talking that nicely about the rap birds because I don't want people to confuse us for rap bird nation. This ain't rap bird nation. This This still ain't ain't rap bird nation. Okay. Number three for me. You know what? It's funny. I'll divert here a little bit. Uh oh. But I do feel I wasn't going to use this one this year Hmm. because I feel like every time we do this little exercise, it's just the easiest thing to fall back on. But you know what? He's elite. Say it, it speaks to his talent. He's elite. Justin Tucker. Exactly. He's elite. <laughs> He's the GOAT. <laughs> Show He's a me weapon. It's not often that we describe weapon a kicker X. as That's a weapon. Who he is. Weapon X. Yep. Uh, 
He is a weapon. He has won them games this year. I don't know where he won they, them they games last that, year. Wherever they created that right leg, I don't know. Wherever they created that plant leg, I don't know. The 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 heart. I I, I swear his pulse never elevates past sixty beats per minute because he's like the most chill dude, kicking game winners from mm-hmm. wherever, and, and then hop just, on the plane and talk trash on like, your opponents. Bruh, like what? Yeah, yeah. He's like that, and, and it's not just his first year. It's been a long time. It's not often that uh, time, that kickers or punters have swagger, but yeah. Justin has swagger. Yeah. He's like feature player swagger, which is rare for a specialist. Like, how rare. often have you seen a specialist when they rare. do those little game previews, and he's the he's guy that they use rare. on the on the preview? Rare. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Him like that. Him it's definitely an, like it's that. It's an easy one to fall back on. It's not breaking any news, but like I said, he's won them games this year. He won them games last year. Yeah. He won them games the year before. What? He won them games the year before. What? what? And we know that next year, what? He's gonna win them some games. What? I mean, it's true. it's he is a weapon. And again, I reference Mike Tomlin as well. Yesterday too said, you know, in a game that we anticipate being a close one, being a field position battle like this. You better be you better be buttoned up because you get close to the fifty yard line and Justin Tucker is a is a weapon is in play, um, and in a game again that does figure to be a close one probably a low scoring one, it's unfortunate but you can easily see a guy like that being the difference as he has so many times. You can't talk about the Baltimore Ravens and what they do well without mentioning that guy. And that is a fact. So since you went with that low-hanging fruit, I'll go with the other low-hanging okay. fruit. Mark Andrews. There you go. Yeah. Um, there you go. Coach Tomlin also spoke on him, and he said, if you classify him as a tight end, you're boxing him in, and that is shame on you. You need to treat this guy like a number one receiver in the same way that you look at a Travis Kelsey. And I agree 100%. It was so funny, man. I'm watching the tape, bro. And obviously, you know, they like to get Mark Andrews into the offense. They feature him. They do a lot of stuff, spotting him up over the over the ball, um, working him out of bunches and stuff just to keep him free. But, man, they had a play. And this is where I said, oh, they really believe he is that guy. Wes, when, that they when, do. when we've talked about Patrick Sertan, the second, mm-hmm. we speak the very, second. very highly of his ability oh, to just, play corner out there. You put the correct? second in his name. I'm I mean, saying, we right? only do that for people that deserve okay. it. Like Arthur Nathan Motes III. Okay. Like, like we respect that. He's one of them dudes. Okay. Definitely one of them dudes. Mm-hmm. Tyler Huntley and the Baltimore Ravens schemed up a back shoulder pass to Mark Andrews on Pat Sertan, the second. And he actually threw it. He low-key was open, too. The pass was a little weak, drew the flag, but I was just like, oh, they're on that type of time. (laughs) And not with Lamar Jackson back there. That's Tyler Huntley, mind you. Yeah, that's a different level of confidence. That's a different type of animal right there. You're not just doing that. No. Not at all. No. Not at all. Not. Not. Not with Huntley especially. You ain't doing that. But that just goes to show you the confidence that they have in Mark Andrews. And trust me on this one, he is... As good as advertised. He's one of those guys that we're going to have our hands full with him. Um, I do anticipate us having Minka follow him in some type of capacity, man, just floating around him or being in his vicinity because when you allow him to play against zone coverage, he's a handful. Just his ability to find the soft spots, his ability to um, create separation and just work away from leverage and stuff like that. But then also when you try to -to man-to-man him single coverage-wise – you run into the issue of he's too big for a DB, mm. too fast for a linebacker. 
a little bit too athletic for, you know, some of the smaller uh, safeties, sure. but then too athletic for the bigger body safeties either. So it's just that type of dynamic. When you're watching him, he can be a handful. But the beauty is, because Tyler Huntley is at quarterback, he likes to stare it down sometimes. Mm. So it's a pro and it's a con. He's not quite as lethal uh-huh. as Lamar. Uh-huh. But that is my third like for those Baltimore Ravens. 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 But uh, if you are ready, let's transition to the side that we like the most is what we don't like. Bang, bang. About them boys over there in Baltimore. Everything. All right. Everything. End of list. The fact that they don't wear GMU purple. How about that? It's a good point by you. It's, it's purple. Very, it's not Jamie Purple though. It's a very good point mm-hmm. by you. There are there are different shades of purple. Mm-hmm. It's like or, and of any color. Yeah. It's like there are different shades of orange. Like there's there's mm-hmm. flyers orange. Yeah. And then there's just orange. It's true. And there's Clemson it's purple, and then it's the color purple. Clemson orange with Sealy. Nah. Mm-hmm. Clemson orange, I don't mind. Tennessee Volunteers orange, yeah. I don't mind. Okay. Flyers orange though. Eh. I ain't, I ain't eh. I ain't having yeah. that. No, we can work with that. I ain't having that. Uh-uh. Number one for me, don't like with the Ravens. All right, I'll I'll start with low hanging fruit here. The absence of Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, while they do a nice job again with the, going back to the identity thing, like they always have a a like Lamar mm-hmm. as their backup. You yeah. know, whether it's Huntley, whether it's RG three, yeah. like they don't go from Lamar to some statuesque. Pat. They don't go from Lamar to Matt Ryan. Correct. You know, like they do a good job of getting. The great value, yeah. Lamar, as, but, as the backup. Funny thing was they was doing that beforehand when it was Flacco who they it's had. Same thing. Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. We're like, bro. 100%. Are you just like. It gets back to the identity thing. You're Joe Flacco light. It gets yep. back to the it gets back to the identity thing. Like as much as I love Dennis Dixon, I never it never made a lot of sense to me to go from Ben Roethlisberger to yeah. Dennis Dixon. It, Just but, di- but low key Dennis backing up a Lamar, it'd have been like RG three. It'd have been a perfect story. Like oh, you know what? There you go. And so while they can still stick to their identity, and while you know it might not be completely fatal to them to lose Lamar because of that, and and what Huntley will be able to do, and at least hopefully you know from their standpoint keep them afloat. It's not Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's about to break the bank this offseason for a reason, whether that be in Baltimore or elsewhere. He's a former league MVP for a reason. Every year that he's been healthy, the Ravens made the playoffs for a reason. Uh, I, I know a lot of people here in Pittsburgh don't give Lamar the credit that he deserves because for a lot of different reasons. He plays for a rival, um, and you know he's only won one playoff game, which people hold against him. And to be fair, the Steelers have done a good job against Lamar over the years. But I promise you, every other fan base is not as confident against him like this one is. <laughs> the Steelers have. I understand a lot of you. Like, remember, we had this conversation over the off season. Should the Steelers or should the Ravens pay Lamar? Would you or would you not? Right now, you and I did that for a segment over the off season when we're searching for things to talk about, and we got tweets from people that were like, "Yeah, pay him because I want to keep him in the division." The Steelers have had success against him. That doesn't mean that he's not a fantastic quarterback. So, yeah, the absence of Lamar is major. There's maybe some vibes of the Steelers without T.J. Watt. You know, like, there is a clear-cut difference when that guy is healthy and playing at his best and your win-loss record without him. Lamar, number one for me. The absence from, again, the football standpoint, I do not like that as it relates to Baltimore's chances to win games here for the next couple weeks. Yeah, that's my first one, too. I put QB parentheses, no Lamar. He (laughs) is that type of player. And trust me, Wes, we don't care when the fans (laughs) say that type of nonsense because we know that we don't all agree with that. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I get it. It is fun. 
But Lamar is that dude, man. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even about to play that with so y'all. So miss nah. you with that. Yeah, yeah, that's simple, man. Yeah, but it's not the first time we've been wrong at things oh, in sure. terms of, you sure. know. Yeah, it's part of it. The confidence is there. The fans are always going to be fans, yes, baby. Yes, yes. Let them have it. Let them have it. But, um, yeah, they become a lot more limited, though, without Lamar Jackson. Uh, Whether you're talking him throwing the ball, he has a crazy arm. We can critique how accurate it is at times, sure. But the one thing you can't ignore is the strength of it and that when he needs to, he puts that ball in places where it needs to be. And that's why they've been able to have the type of success that he's had. When he takes off to run the ball, it's two different speeds that are out there on that field. You have everybody else's speed. You got Lamar Jackson's speed. But since there's no Lamar this week, we're not going to have to see that. Tyler Huntley, he's fast. He ain't fast like that. He ain't, he ain't Lamar like fast. <laughs> he could throw. He ain't throwing that thing like Lamar throwing it. He could lead. He ain't leading like Lamar leads. It's weird when you watch how the team operates. When Lamar is out there, it's just a certain level of confidence that they feel like they can get out of anything, good or bad. When Tyler Huntley is out there, you see the uptick in terms of run blocking because they know they're going to have to rely heavily on that part. But at the same time, like I said, they just they become really limited without Lamar. So, yeah, man, no Lamar is definitely what I don't like about that Ravens team. Second thing for you, my man. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the right way to label this is, but... Don't be respectful. Maybe do it the most disrespectful maybe fourth way quarter it. overconfidence. Mm, Double-digit leads, they've blown a few. You yeah. look at the Ravens' four losses, I think it is. Uh-huh. Like three of those games, they had a fourth quarter double-digit lead. Yeah. And just resting on their loyals, laurels, mm-hmm. overconfidence, inability to close out games, yeah. whatever it might be, that to me is that's that's not good. Um, if you want to fancy yourself a real contender in the National Football League, you can't be coughing up leads. You can't be surrendering mm-hmm. all kinds of points in the fourth quarter. That's just not going to win you postseason games. Yeah. That's not going to get you where you want to go. Um, and like I said, the majority of their losses this year, I think all four of them, they had a lead in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Double digits, And in yeah. three of them, it was a double-digit lead. Mm-hmm. And you end up losing four games from those positions. To me, it's it's probably not just one issue, right? It's probably a couple things going on there. Uh, and I don't study the Ravens week in and week out or anything. I'm not tapped into the pulse of everything that they're doing. But that's a red flag for me. And that's something that is, you know, that's concerning is that you're you're forfeiting leads that often late in the game where, you know, you're in, in clear-cut position to, to put that thing away, particularly as a team that runs the football and kills the clock and, you know, plays good defense. Uh, that's, that's a red flag. That's something that I'm sure that they have been uh, working plenty on. Yeah, um, you put – Holding leads, I guess. I put it as lead maintenance. Lead maintenance. Yeah, because I was like, you know, when they have these leads at times, they haven't been able to maintain them. And a lot of it, well, not I won't say a lot of it, but some of it has been self-inflicted, where you're talking about the complacency or them playing a little bit safe. Others have been just good plays. I know Jacksonville, they, they executed down the stretch. Trevor Lawrence probably played his best game that I've seen him play at this level. He looked good um, delivering some of the stuff. But it is, you know, one of the things where you can look at it as a positive at the fact they're able to have these type of leads in all these games, or you could focus on the fact that they haven't been able to sustain them. And obviously for us, we do look at the fact they're not able to sustain these things. And when I think of that, that significance becomes even more uh, at the forefront now because at least you had Lamar, so you were getting leads. So if you're not able to hold these leads because your defense is leaking at the end of the games, what's going to happen now going forward when you're not even going to have that luxury to hang your hat on the fact that we're going to have that lead now? We're going to have that double-digit part. 
that's the part that's going to make it a lot more interesting to see can that defense be able to improve. Now, granted, they're a lot healthier now, but still that's going to be something that's going to be, you know, deserve some attention. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. us, that's something that I definitely feel like, you know, bodes well. And that's why we don't like that for them. But um, we will get ready to do our last don't like for the Baltimore Ravens. When we come out of the break, make sure you get your tweets in as well about what you like and don't like about this Ravens team. And we'll get back to you on the other side. But as you already know, this is Arthur Moss and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.